This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, Jay Gill? Uh, Lakers are still NBA champions. That's what's up. And we're rolling, folks. And we're rolling. We're rolling folks. them. We put the clamps to the Nuggets last night. That wow. Like like that Futurama character, the clamps. Yeah, yeah. The clamps. I got the clamps. Give him the clamps. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was just thinking that the whole fourth quarter. Dude, that second half, that was special. THT going nuclear. It's beautiful. God, there's a lot to talk about. Before we get into it, I want to thank all of our followers, and please invite you to subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast app, Amazon Music, Audible, wherever you get your pods, any and all. And if you're enjoying the pod, please share it with your friends and throw us a comment on iTunes or Podbean especially. And check us out on social media by visiting LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. You'll be able to find our socials there. Awesome. Let's Thank do you, it, Luke. Man. So let's, let's talk some Lakers. Yeah, let's jump into some in or out. So I want to get right to it. This is the this yes. is I think the most the most important topic. Are you in or out on Vogel shortening the rotation to nine guys and leaving Wes Oof. and Keefe as these DNPCDs? Gotta say yes, man. I feel really bad, especially for Keefe. I gotta say in. It yeah. just looks so much better. Yeah, I'm in too. I'm in. I'm in too. And look, I'm not saying there's never a time when those guys are gonna... Of course not. Of course right, not. Espe- especially when you get to the playoffs where, where each round, like, you, you kind of mm-hmm. need to be able to... to you know, move your guys around and, and, and be nimble. I, I still think that West could be really important to us uh, mm-hmm. when we're playing teams with big wings, mm-hmm. right? We're wing heavy. I could see that. Like, you know, Keefe was crucial against the Rockets for us. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I, I, I'm not saying that I think these guys should, should never see the hardwood again this season. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so in on this. It just looks so much tighter. Let me give you a quick one. Uh, in or out? By taking Wes and Keefe out of the rotation, they'll not be engaged enough to, say, be activated in a playoff series. I don't think that Vogel's going to let that happen. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that Vogel's going to let that happen. Because I, I think that, like, a couple things will happen. Either we'll, you know, it's still possible we'll have some injuries. We we could experience mm-hmm. some, some uh, contact tracing games missed or COVID-related mm-hmm. games missed. So I still think there's plenty of opportunities uh, for for you know these guys to have a chance, but also at some point towards the end of the season, like we might start seeing the starters' minutes drop mm-hmm. meaningfully, and then that could be a time where these guys, right before the playoffs, get get to kind of jump in and, and get going again. So mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I think we'll still see them. And you you even um, you heard Vogel uh, was it before the Bucks game talking about how like we- or the, the Bulls game how West was like a really good matchup. Like they had some yeah, advanced yeah. stats that West was like a really good matchup against, I I think Levine or someone on the team. I think it was Levine. So I I think that they're going to keep their eye on that kind of stuff and, and understand yeah. when and where these guys fit and and, and mm-hmm. but I like this core nine. It's pretty. You do. I like our squad, man. I I I, I don't want to like get too ahead of myself, but like mm-hmm. I don't really think we need anything else. I that I don't even think that's a hot take, especially. <laughs> Like, let, let's go to these next two points, because yeah. I think these two are the key to unlocking yeah. it all. So, Luke, uh, in or out, THT in the last three games is averaging about 21 and a half minutes, which is up from his season average of, of a little under 16. It's exactly what he needed. Yeah. He, did, he needed just a little bit more time to get into that rhythm. 
and get a little bit more confidence. And, um, you know, he's still young, so I feel like he, he he usually takes like a couple minutes when he checks into the game to kind of get his flow going and then yeah. it's like okay on ball time let's do this yeah um and i yeah, mean he he gets into the paint at will he's exactly what we needed yeah he's like if if i could have drawn a character and said this is the person that i want on the lakers off the bench it would have been D- tht like in in the same way that alex caruso was that last season yeah for sure it was exactly like Oh yeah, if only we had a guy like this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, it turned that's out we cr- did. It's crazy to nothing. Me. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he uh, the, the thing the thing that I love about THT is like not only is is, is he this this offensive spark that yeah. that just seems to ungunk up everything like when the offense yeah. is really sluggish, mm-hmm. it just like he just greases everything and it just like everything starts to move again. And it, mm-hmm. it gets fast. And did you see him at the end of the game last night throw a full court pass to Montrez? Yeah, he's just doing stuff, man. Dude, like I, I, I texted you uh, during yeah. the Celtics game. He had like a wild possession where mm-hmm. he like drove, stopped, spun, spun back, and then hit a fadeaway. Mm-hmm. And it was like this dude isn't gonna be twenty one until like, like. I know after thanksgiving or something like that like I know. It, it, it's crazy he's fearless he's so he and he's so creative and he's really good at reading defenses and he's getting better and better at it so it's like you combine all of those traits and it's like shit dude that's a that's a 20 point per game guy yeah like like even on a team that doesn't have a ton of possessions that's a 20 point per game guy yeah so he's 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 going to be our sixth man, dude. (laughs) Yeah, very. I mean, if not this season, then then next season. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy thing to me, too, is that they they trust him like in all aspects of the game. Like it's like they trust him on defense, too, in crunch time, which is the craziest part to me. And and he responds really well to uh, like the coaching staff. Like, for example, he got yanked last game because he threw a ball threw the ball away just like a really stupid way. And like he was playing great before that. And he just kind of checked the ball and got intercepted midcourt. And he got yanked from the game. Yeah, he threw it into the front court. And I remember LeBron was yep. yelling at him, like, throw it into the backcourt. Like, don't. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it was like it was like one of those like, come on, man. And like. He got pulled. They talked about it, and they put him in and trusted him again. And I was like, yeah. "Damn, what good coaching to be able to like pull a guy and not be like, this isn't punishment. This is like, let's talk this through. Yeah. Let's get this note. This is a great moment for you to learn this. And, and now let's go get you close back the in game. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to be honest, they were talking about it uh, on the on the game last night. I mean, the Lakers. I think I saw one of their like PR people tweeting. They've had maybe seven practices. Wow. as a team really? this season so what so you're talking about is yeah. so crucial because you yeah. have to you have to find coaching opportunities mid-game when when you're not you know able to get mm-hmm. any practice in mm-hmm. um just a quick side note i gotta say we give a lot of hate to the national broadcast i actually mm-hmm. thought that last night's game was fine like kevin harlan mm. I, I here's what i want to say i, I was he's like an old Spectrum, school so yeah. play-by-play guy uh-huh and so he keeps he keeps it like on the game i'm totally cool with that and so reggie can't go off into dreamland because Mm -hmm. like harlan keeps Mm -hmm. him focused on what's happening in the game tnt didn't have any of the like cutting to nonsense during live ball action Uh right like it was a tolerable national broadcast 
like please European take notes like yeah so I just gotta say for all the hate we give the national broadcast last night was was fine thank you keep keep doing that good let's keep that real so that people know that we're not just like haters I mean, we're Mark Mark Jackson Jackson haters, but everything (laughs) everything else will be fair. (laughs) Um, All right, here's another one. This one is, so you and I are both in on THT averaging 21. Uh, Like, basically, his minutes going up. We're both in on, we don't care about if it's 21 or 22 or whatever, but Mm -hmm. we like to see him getting the time to get in Mm -hmm. rhythm and get going. Uh, On a similar vein, Alex Caruso's minutes are up uh, over the last three games. He's averaging a little over 20 minutes a game. Uh, his season average was 18, so it's not a ton, but he, I, I, I'm noticing that, like, I think he's coming in a little earlier mm-hmm. uh, in, both of, in both of his rotations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume we're, we're both in on this one, too. More. More, yeah. He needs Dude, more good minutes. things happen when he's on the floor. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he. I think that last night's game against Nuggets is probably, like, his worst game mm-hmm. over the last seven or eight games mm-hmm. but the good news is that i thought schroeder was playing pretty well so Trudeau, yes you yes. know schroeder so like it's it like kind of came back into form yeah so it's like one of those two guys needs to be playing well because like schroeder i love what the two of them bring us between schroeder with his quick step especially with a slow-footed big like Jokic, to be able to get into the paint because like he puts a lot more pressure on the rim than yep lebron wants to right now i know that yeah. lebron can but he just doesn't want to do that and you know schroeder's got that little shiftiness and he's small enough that he can kind of get around guys um crusoe has some of that but not nearly as much as schroeder does yeah he's um, a little like he relies a little more on like craftiness than speed mm-hmm. yeah yeah and yeah he, he has speed but like you know it's it's a just a different level and i i, I just thought that this matchup was a better schroeder matchup than a um, crusoe matchup so, you know, For sure. this one game aside, like talking about Celtics and stuff like that, that oh, was he was well, he won us Caruso. basically two games in a row on like a last minute play and, and almost got us the other one by yes. b- like single handedly coming into the game, Pulling scoring back in five game. straight points, <laughs> like getting yeah. a steal. It was just like like I was ready to turn the game off. It was like this is done. And I then did. Caruso checks in. I did turn the game off. Yeah, I did turn the game off at the end of the third quarter. And I looked and I was like, why has Crusoe not played a single minute in the second half of this game? This is so stupid. Mm -hmm. And then I went and did my own thing. And then I went to check my phone around the time when the game would be over. And I saw Mm -hmm. like, wait, we're down one with like whatever it was, 13 seconds left. Like, wait, how did this happen? And then there you go. Like Crusoe had played 12 more minutes than he had the last time I watched the game. He's a plus player with every mm-hmm. single two-man combination on the team. Dude, that's insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He it, it's it's yeah, I mean, the the Celtic the Celtics game like that that play at the end was mm-hmm. such an encapsulation of of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we were about to lose that game. Mm-hmm. AD got it stripped. Jalen mm-hmm. Brown was streaking down the court. Yep. Not only that, they had a timeout. Yeah. Exactly. So th- that's the thing is it wasn't just that he that he like got in front of him and stopped the fast break. It was that mm-hmm. he actually like disrupted possession. Yep. Like he almost got the steal, which mm-hmm. kept the Celtics from being able to use their timeout. Mm-hmm. They still could have later and just didn't. I think that by that point, like their brains were not focused on that. Yeah. And and like you're thinking like, OK, it's transition defense, yeah. which is probably better than set defense against yeah. somebody like AD and LeBron. But if um, someone had just gotten yeah. in front of Jalen Brown. 
just put their body in front of him. Mm-hmm. Brad Stevens is a very good coach. His mm-hmm. specialty is inbounds plays. Right. He, exactly. He's for sure like, timeout, cool, yep. we're going to run an inbound play and win this game. Yeah. It's like the, the, the disruption that makes the difference. And like, exactly. It's just amazing. It was. And so, yeah, the, those numbers, those minutes just need to go up. But then again, they're like, this might this is what we were saying last last uh season uh they were saving him for the playoffs and i think there's some of that too those numbers are gonna go up we saw we saw vocal tipped his hand on the one game that we had to win in the entire nba bubble <laughs> like you know every other series it was like okay yeah we got that one we got that one whatever yeah. that we're fine and it's like okay game six winning time caruso you start that was that's enough for us to know where he stands with the coaching staff, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, 100 percent. There's no question about that. I'm gonna give you some lineup stats in a, yeah. in a couple minutes. I'm that excited are, that are gonna bear this out. So let's let's move on. Um, yeah. Luke, in or out? Kuz is kind of nasty now. <laughs> those those chase down blocks. Kuz has yeah. some like stank to his game. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like I'm right. I'm giving like the thiz face when Kuz <laughs> yeah, plays I now, which you guys see I did not do a couple years ago. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It, like, his He's... game used to be a lot of like oh, now yes, it's a lot exactly. Of, like, ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. ooh. <laughs> yeah, the difference between a golf clap and like a, a shout. Yeah, yeah, the difference between uh, the the U.S. Open at at Torrey Pines and the waste <laughs> management open in, in Arizona. I think, I think what it is, is like Vogel as a coaching hire was just perfect for his development. And you would have, I, I never would have thought it. I don't mean like, Oh yeah. De- defense first kind of coach. It's all about rotations and playing smart and, uh, you know, protecting the paint and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work too well for coups. Dude thrived in it. He's thriving in it. Totally. His well, offensive I, game, you know, it comes and goes, but What geez. I love though is like even even on offense, he's mm-hmm. got some post footwork now that he did not have yep. before. Totally. He Phil has handy, man. he has some up and unders yeah. that that like are 100% Phil Handy. You you see it and you're like that Phil Handy taught <laughs> you that. <laughs> you did not know how to do that before this man came to town. Um but it's I mean look, here's the thing like mm-hmm. I love this development in his game because mm-hmm. Kuz, the number three option on offense who needs to be like the the third star, mm-hmm. that just isn't that that wasn't going to be like that wasn't mm-hmm. going to be who he was. And so mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of fans were like on the like, should we trade this guy? Is he going to be yep. is he going to be? Able? But now looking at him and saying, hey, wait a minute, his defense has vastly improved. He's getting all these hustle plays. Mm-hmm. He's taking charges. Mm-hmm. He's getting all these like weak side blocks where he just flies mm. in from the corner he had yep. that nasty behind the behind I the know. back block uh, last night and rewind uh, that shit a few times that was awesome yeah well he hates uh uh michael porter jr he hates that guy <laughs> so he loved that, that block he ran extra hard for that one um but it's you know again for all the like uh grit over glamour streetlights mm-hmm. over spotlights yeah. like Dennis yes. Schroeder and the Lakers are the guys like supermaning across the floor twice to get a <laughs> rebound and and we're number one in in charges taken yep. in the league but we had that one Kuz game that was like six or seven charges like I've never seen this before yeah, yeah. I know these guys they're they're hustling in 
like they're 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 knowing when to tighten the screws a little bit um the clamps <laughs> clamps tighten the clamps <laughs> yeah no kuz is nasty i'm totally in totally in it's his his game's evolving in a really cool way and um the people i think that are watching rather than just stat following get it see it for sure yeah how about this mantras can't hang with denver dude he was he was dunking and sell okay i just learned that he um so i'm 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 out on this he i just yeah, learned that yes. trez uh like had offers to play college football oh and really like as like an outside linebacker oh interesting. i did not know that so much sense 100 yeah the dude dunks and like it's like he got a sack yeah oh yeah yeah for sure that's so it's true awesome. it's like a sack dance i hadn't thought about that yeah, but you're so right? right it contextualizes things so like he's you know he goes deep he gets the feed and he <laughs> yams it no it's awesome man yeah to see this was a statement game for him too where it's like yeah obviously trez being a drop coverage center against Jokic is a stupid idea and if you were like not a half rate coach that has blown three one leads after three one leads you'd probably understand that <laughs> Well, also, he, he barely got matched up on Jokic. Gasol yep. played him for the 20 minutes that Gasol played mm-hmm. him. And then mm-hmm. I think Jokic played 35 minutes, and AD basically co- covered him the majority of those those extra 15. So It worked well enough, didn't yeah. it? Which, thank you, Vogel, because like, there's been games where they've put Trez yeah. on the center, and it's yeah. like, what well, no, what he, this is not. I so know. I was, no, I yeah. Know. But yeah. to your point, Jokic... Jokic is a is a wonderful player. I, I I'm not trying yeah. to like he's an MVP really? candidate, but to For your sure. point, he is he is a little slow. Yeah, and so Gasol like can actually hang with him. Yeah, totally. I'm not and saying like, Gasol can shut down Jokic. No, I'm not no, saying no, that. But nobody can. Nobody well, can. Maybe we just Andy need Davis somebody can, like. But. And like some people like remember that Dwight like oh yeah Dwight shut down Jokic. No he didn't. No he didn't. He, he just got his head. He, yeah, he got in his head and he guarded him capably. That's all you do. That's all you can yeah. do with a guy like he that. He just it's got him like... angry and got some fouls called against him <laughs> right. for, for like a four minute stretch of one game. And the mem- everybody's memory is that he shut him down for the series. Exactly. And the beauty of what Gasol does is not just like he can he can capably hang on defense with a guy like Jokic. Jokic is still going to get his. He's still going to sure. do some post moves. And he's going to even against AD. He's going to do that. But on offense, he pulls Jokic out to the three point line. He wreaks some havoc with some high ball screens. He puts him in a position where his speed, I think, on defense, Jokic's speed on defense, becomes even more of a liability because he's having a yes. guard to stretch five. So 100%. I think that that's better than Dwight in aggregate. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And you know the 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 other thing here is, and I'm I'm so I'm in on I'm I'm out on what I said. Trez can't hang with Denver. Trez mm-hmm. absolutely has a like can hang in, in, in the playoffs with this team. Yeah. You just got to yeah. put him in the right place. And Vogel has figured out how to do that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the, the guys are getting better at engaging Harold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've started noticing that um, Caruso does this thing where he cuts into the middle of the court mm-hmm. and then he's almost like a libero on a volleyball team or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, do, he's like just like literally like setting the ball to people. He's like barely mm-hmm. even possessing it. It's like, he's mm-hmm. jumping into this, the, the key LeBron mm-hmm. is like dishing it to him and then he's mm-hmm. just like funneling it out to whoever and, and he's getting Trez in the dunker spot wide open all the yeah, time well, because because Trez's defender is having to, to crash in thinking like Caruso's coming in for a layup. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
that's our that's our zone buster yes yeah 100 percent. yeah he's just popping the zone whenever he does that mm-hmm. um okay so how about this in or out ad is fine dude he's fine he's, he's fine. fine um i think that it shows how good he is and how good he can be that we look at like a 24 and 9 game or something like with a block or two and a steal as like mm, didn't really show up today yeah. yeah it he clearly has a lot more he clearly can take another step and did in the bubble it's a little frustrating to see it like feel like a regression um and it's like it's clearly a little bit in his head because he's missing free throws that he shouldn't be missing yeah he's That's like 71 percent free throw shooter this year which is bizarre yeah, but he's fine so I'm not worried. He, here's the thing. His defense is still fire. Totally. Right. And oh. he's also passing like a lot. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know the increase. Like, I don't know what I think it's I think he had one season in New Orleans where he passed at a higher rate than he's passing right now. Mm. But we're running this play where he gets the double and LeBron just comes charging down the lane. Mm-hmm. And AD has this little like behind the back pass to, to Braun where Braun just gets like a, a thundering dunk as a result of yeah. it. And they've run this play yeah. four or five times in the last three or four games and it works mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. AD is like you're starting to see these Marcus all flashes of like figuring yeah. out yeah, you are. It's true. how to pass out of the low post. And it's true. I don't think that was really a part of his game before. Mm-hmm. Braun gave an interview. He's like, no, no, no. AD's always been able to do this. We just had to like mm-hmm. encourage him to do it. And then AD was like, mm-hmm. I couldn't do that before. This is new. I le- I'm <laughs> really? learning how to do this. That's yeah. Funny. I didn't see it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's a big part. I mean, that, that was a part of Shaq's game too. Like people forget that a lot of these elite centers, you know, talk like Kareem, Shaq, Pau Gasol, you know, having those, having those high post, low post um, dishes, that completely changes an offense. I'm, what also I'm really excited about the career. Because, That's true too. Because yeah. AD can AD can uh, can score out of a double team right now. Yep. Like yep. he had a couple of those shots, uh, I think against Boston, mm-hmm. where he looked swallowed up, mm-hmm. and somehow he emerged with fallaway mid range too that he just was hitting mm-hmm. like crazy. But yep, there will come a time in his career where like his his quickness isn't there. He yep. can't quite fade away fast enough, or he, or he can't power through the guy. And so being able to pass out of those doubles is going to open up mm-hmm. his extend his window i think well there, there's a reason why the prime is the age that it is because there's like a there's like an ascent in terms of skills and then a descent in terms of athleticism and the prime is where the two meet right and like lebron just has like a really weird like low slope to his descent in athleticism <laughs> but and but is still ascending in terms of his ability exactly. like his three-point shooting and yeah general iq it's crazy um all right last one Mm. luke courtside karen and the Cavs front office guy who chirped at braun should both be offered courtside seats by the lakers to every game that allows for the rest of the season i love it in yeah i love that lebron gets so worked up (laughs) they're they're just they're scra- grabbing for any scraps, man, because there's nobody in the audience. Then if you just yeah. have some idiot, because like you can hear everybody still. And so it's not like a sea of booze or whatever. It's like you specifically, you are the you. one that's saying, yeah. yeah, like you'll never be as good as Michael or whatever. You know, what we need is uh, we need we need to pull a shooter McGavin 
and uh-huh. and call in the dude from Happy Gilmore. Oh, you yeah. suck. <laughs> yes. Just bring that guy in as a joke for a game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to see LeBron get a career high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's been awesome. I love right. seeing. Yeah, I mean the, the whole courtside Karen thing outside of what happened in the game was hilarious as well. Totally. Totally. Um, so so much uh, publicity for a twenty five year old. You know. <laughs> She's, she says she's 25. She says she's 25. She, the oh, end of, the, the end of her, like, or of her, like, kind of drunk interview is she's, like, you know, like, why is he, like, getting mad at a 25-year-old girl? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh my well, my favorite is he, he called her husband an old, old steroid ass. <laughs> and, and, the, and then like people found social media photos and the guy is like super roided out yeah, totally. it's like all totally. red and swollen and veiny yeah, yeah. so he yeah. there's the thing is like people did some digging and he and this guy have have argued before at hawks games so this mm-hmm. guy has like posted photos of lebron with him in in the frame on sitting on the court being like this dude almost sat his big ass down on my lap like <laughs> So there's some history between between these two. Unbelievable. <laughs> I think that's why after the game, LeBron was like, I, they, did, they didn't need to get thrown out. He actually said, he's like, I don't yeah. think they deserve to get thrown out. And I think that's because he actually, like, kind of loves the yeah the trash talk, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So, um, all right, let's talk about the team overall just a little bit. So 17-6 and six record. Uh, we're 6-3 and three since the last podcast. You and I are both wrong in our predictions. I was... Very wrong. I said they would be undefeated. Um, and then they proceeded to lose the next game against the Warriors at home. Um, yeah, that was classic so, timing. Yeah, you're like, they're going to drop one at home. And then literally the next day, they did. Um, so look, we're, we're just slightly over 25% of the way through this season. Mm-hmm. And we're currently mm-hmm. on pace to win 53 games, uh, mm-hmm. which, is, which is over our, our, our um, over-under. But I just want to like for a quick second think about this, that uh, um, we are now one of only a handful of teams that has not missed games. Yeah. Or had like really meaningful players miss time. We had Caruso miss mm-hmm. for a little bit at the start of the season, but but we managed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I think there's a, a real question as to if these teams are actually going to play the full 72 games. Because mm-hmm. when you start to look at how many games some teams have missed... Mm-hmm. There isn't a feasible way to fit in the the remaining games that they need to play without them playing mm-hmm. kind of a ridiculous number of like three and four nights or or or, yeah. or things like yeah. that. Um, so I just think that this is actually a huge advantage for for the Lakers, and I think this mm-hmm. is actually why it was smart for the league to to do the play in tournament this season because I think you're going to mm-hmm. have some teams who who get kind of punished because of this unfairly. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, yeah. But we might reach a point where, like, if they're only if we're only going to play sixty something games, and we've already won forty or forty mm-hmm. forty five or something, right? Mm-hmm. Where we just say, like, okay, taking the foot off the gas pedal, like LeBron's going to rest, AD's going to rest, not like all, yeah. not full time, but like yeah. a lot, cut some minutes, and you yeah, know, totally, totally. because like they're we basically got a head start on this. It's a good point. And it's funny because I don't think we intended to. 
No. Like the coaching staff kind of was like, yeah, this is basically preseason still in the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah. We still played really well. It feels like now is when they're considering the season's beginning. I think that they kind of were like, yeah, first 25%, whatever. We'll let next everybody 25% play. tighten up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a nice um, arc to it, I think, where like they're going to gear up for the next, you know, 30 games ish. And then, yeah, you're probably right. They'll decrescendo on the way out of the season and yeah i think it's gonna be very similar to what we saw in the bubble where it was like what happened to this team yeah and then we <laughs> emerge we emerge in the playoffs it's like oh wait they're good again yeah i mean the other thing that's interesting to me is this all-star game they're they're claiming they're gonna have it in march why though i don't know lebron is already on record saying i don't want to play in the game it doesn't make sense we no. already have all this risk it just doesn't make sense yeah why bring all of them together i know it, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen personally. I, 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 I think that whether I think that one of two things will happen. I think the league will either decide preemptively to mm-hmm. not go forward with it mm-hmm. or enough players like LeBron will say, hey, I love yeah. the fans. I appreciate all the support and the votes. But like what my team is trying to accomplish this season is not worth risking for mm-hmm. for a, mm-hmm. an exhibition game. So I'm not going to play. That's that'd be really funny too, because that puts every other star in such an awkward position. So yeah. like, <laughs> I'm gonna play. I don't care about my. I'm team. not here for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd end up with just the Nets. We'd end up with just the Nets <laughs> playing Devin Booker. Dude, real quick, real quick. I know this is a deviation, but the Nets Clippers game was absolutely hilarious. Yes. Um, especially because Steve Nash complimented their defense at the end. <laughs> they gave up like 120 they're like that's a real improvement good job guys i mean look that team has lost two games in which they've scored over 140 points (laughs) so fun to losing teams to losing teams both of those losses were to losing teams um they are on pace the last time i saw it to have the highest rated offense in the history of the nba Mm-hmm. And the worst rated defense in the history of the NBA. Amazing. That's so cool. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I guess to some extent, like if you're scoring that much, the other team by default is probably yeah. getting more possessions. Because the pace so is really high. The yeah. pace is really exactly. high. So I, I get it. Like, but the point differential is like not, not good. <laughs> There's, I love watching them because it is just. It is just the most evolved form of pickup. <laughs> or it's or, no, no. It's more like an all-star game. Yeah, it it really is. It has a similar vibe. It's fun to watch. I, like, and I I'm, I celebrate it too because I'm a Lakers fan and I want them to, you know, not challenge us. So, <laughs> like, I welcome I welcome their entertaining, uh, you know, mediocrity. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, there's still season. a very high probability that, that this team blows up. Yeah, the, the, I think it's the, 76ers. I think after watching them, but the, I mean, I'm a little biased because we lost to them. But I, I don't know. I think I think 76ers could make it to the um, finals and then uh, yeah. lose in five to the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Um, so let's just real quick. We're talking about ratings. So right now, mm-hmm. Lakers are eighth in offensive rating. Uh, they've dropped a little bit. They were fifth last time we talked. But for some context, the Nets exist. Like, this yeah, is, yeah. You know. We also had a we also had a really bad game against the Pistons where we didn't break a hundred. Mm-hmm. So that that'll hurt your yeah, that'll hurt your yeah. But I mean, thing. then but then we enforced that on the Nuggets where we 
we allowed them the lowest amount of points that they've scored all season, and that's one of the best offenses yeah. in the league. Oh, and, and you know what? I meant to say this when we were talking about AD. We held yeah. Jokic to 13 points, which is his lowest of the season. Awesome. Again, AD is fine. Um, yeah, AD's fine. <laughs> Jokic didn't score after in the final four and a half minutes of the game. They pulled him yeah, at I some point, I, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah um, it was yeah. But we are first in defensive rating. Uh, we're allowing yep. one hundred and four point five points per one hundred possessions. Which again, man, like thinking about what we thought about this roster at the start of the season, this mm-hmm. team being the better rated defense between the two is not mm-hmm. something I would have expected. We're second in net rating, uh, eight point four points. Um, I mean, we're really good. We're really good. That's yeah. all I can say. Like. Yeah. The the thing that everyone seems to think we need is a is another big to defend the rim. But I would say like, yeah, maybe. why do we really need that? I don't injuries. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, one thing that's a little bit of a bummer from from where we were a couple weeks ago is that we've dropped from fourth to seventh in three point percentage. Uh. Now we're still shooting thirty seven, almost thirty eight percent, thirty seven point nine percent as a team. Uh, mm-hmm. But the last time you and I talked, we were almost 40% as a team. Yeah. Crusoe yeah. was, like, almost shooting 60%. KCP was over 50%. We've kind of slumped hit a little, little bit. Sp- KCP specifically yeah. slumped for a while, but he's starting to get it back. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, last but game, still an improvement from last year. So Yeah. Uh, and, and KCP, LeBron, AC, and Kuz are all... Uh, sorry, Kuz is, like, 38%. But those other yeah. guys are all over 40 still. And AD will... Great get it he's fine totally um all right so i, w- I want to talk about some lineups here Th- this is kind yeah, of referring back to our earlier conversation yep our second most played lineup this season which mm-hmm. uh I-, I saw some people on twitter coining the phrase the lineup of meh <laughs> um is that is that the all forward lineup uh yeah yes <laughs> yes <laughs> it's yeah i hadn't thought about that but it is <laughs> so our second most played lineup was LeBron, Davis, Kuzma, Wes Matthews, and Markeith. Mm-hmm. Was minus 12 and a half points. <laughs> in 65 minutes played. It was really frustrating because, like, this, this lineup played a lot. This was our second most yeah. behind our starting lineup. And it was yeah. pretty frustrating because, like, our starting lineup is, like, I think they're, like, you know, plus 10 or plus 11 or something mm-hmm. like that. And so there was, was a good like, chunk of it too, where they would replace AD with Trez and that would be just as bad. It was, it's worse. It's worse. <laughs> it's yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so it was really frustrating to watch these games because our starters would come in, play great. And then, and then this lineup would, would come in <laughs> and we'd blow leads. And it was really annoying because we had Braun and AD on the floor and we're blowing these yeah. leads. Yeah. Um, but he, so here's the thing. That lineup has not played in the last three games because Wes <laughs> and Keith have, have yeah. not played. Yep. If we swap those two for AC and uh-huh. THT, uh-huh. if we play Braun, AD, okay. Kuz, Caruso, okay. and Talon, yeah. that lineup is plus 15 and a half. I love it. Uh, it's I a 28 point improvement. That's uh, awesome. And, and this, and this lineup is climbing in our, in yeah. our minutes played. So I think it's, it's like third or fourth at this point. So it's, it's coming up. Um, so it's this a, when I, I, I really when, like that lineup. When I saw this, this yeah. was all the proof I needed that that yeah. benching Wes and Keith was the right decision. Very in good aggregate, point. right on right. A, on the right. whole. Very I'm not talking about point. situational. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But here, let me hit you with this. Yeah. Okay. Our yeah. death lineup, our okay. best lineup thus mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. is we take the starters mm-hmm. and we swap out Gasol for guess who? AC? Alex Caruso. Nice. That lineup, they've only played 20 minutes mm. together. Interesting. Is yeah. a plus 59 and a half. No. Yes. Oh my God. And here's why I don't think this is crazy. Yes. Uh, do you know what that lineup basically is? It's like, I guess, just Schroeder is basically replacing Rondo. It's basically our finals. Like yeah. our, it's basically our, our finals closers yeah. plus, plus Schroeder. Mm-hmm. So, which makes total sense to me. And, and to your point totally. of like the coaching staff tipping its hand, yep. they know this. They know that yep. when we throw AC in with the starters, mm-hmm. Like an eight, that means that AD shifts to the five. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just that AC is like God come back to Earth to to right. help this right, but it's what it does to everything else and and how the team yeah. plays. But exactly. But I mean, I I think looking at this, it's the data is there to support coaching decisions mm-hmm. to increase these guys' minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and they I have enough of it. it. They have enough of it too, where it like Vogel is always very steady and slow and that can be kind of frustrating as a fan because like we're like ah change it now <laughs> but like there there's a real element of like let's see let's see how this plays out over 20 25 games yeah so i don't think it's a surprise that at this point of the season we're making some changes especially after back to back losses where those are just so noisy yeah that it's like okay yeah <laughs> i mean like rotation. i mean it's funny cuz you and i have been praising Alex Crusoe for for i mean three years now mm-hmm. right at least mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you had guys who didn't even know who he was last year screaming from the rooftops after yeah. the the um pistons game mm-hmm. like oh it's crusoe needs more minutes you know and it was just like mm-hmm. okay sit down sit down the coaching staff knows they know yeah. but this yeah. is why you know think about us you and i like the the pace of our podcast this season right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've doing we've been doing it every like I don't know ten to fourteen days or something like that. We've been playing yep. anywhere from like you know five to ten games between between pods. Mm-hmm. Think about how much like and maybe this is bad for the podcast, but like how much more <laughs> mellow our takes are. Yeah, that's a good because point. Because we're not like ramped up by a bad loss. Like, can you imagine right. if we had potted after that Pistons game? Oh, I know. It I know. probably would have been a great pod, but it would have sucked. Mm-hmm. Like you and I would have been riled up and angry and yeah. But now, like, some time has gone by. It's mm-hmm. mellowed. And we see it in the bigger context of, like, that exactly. was bad. But, hey, yep. we got it. We pulled it back together. We made these lineup changes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, the difference between, like, that, that was a bad night or, like, the team is broken. Yes. But, like, you know, if you if you have, like, a daily podcast like Anthony Irvin, Irwin or something, like, it's like. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> did he, it, didn't it, he block It feels really you? complaining. I think he did. I think he did. I think you're I unblocked said, now, but I think you were. I think you blocked you a while. I made back. fun of him a little too hard. He doesn't <laughs> like people that like. I, I was just joking, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like malicious. It was just like I was ripping on him. Um, but yeah. And look, you and I will probably go back to uh, a tighter pace once we're in the playoffs. You know, like yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then we can you know, panic a little bit more. more to talk, and it's, it's worth panicking. But there's more reason to panic because the exactly. games matter more. You know. So. Exactly. You're always four losses away from going home. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. One last thing before we uh, like kind of close this out. Um, I want to talk just really quickly about the pick and roll 
Hmm. And what we're what we're seeing with THT and Schroeder specifically as like the godsends of the second unit and even the starters with Schroeder is that the LeBron AD pick and roll is tough because they anybody that you want to guard AD, you want to guard LeBron and vice versa. It's like you're putting your two best defenders on those two guys, your two right. biggest dudes. You're not like, really getting an advantage in terms of matchup. Exactly. For the most part. Yeah. You're trying to hide your not as good defenders or smaller defenders on somebody like THT or Schroeder. Yeah. And so then when you get them in the pick and roll, it, and and I, I really like the, the Harrell THT pick and roll combo. I think it's like that's that's the reason why I'm like, oh yeah, THT could be our six man, is like that right there. Um and and uh AD and, and Schroeder, like AD was talking about how like they're figuring it out. Um, how to get their pick and roll going. And AD's got like that pick and pop that he's doing right now instead mm-hmm. of rolling super hard to the basket because like, I don't think <laughs> he wants to. Not trying that hard right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like when when we hit the playoffs and then you have that kind of, you know, there's like 13 seconds left in the shot clock. What do we do? Weak side pick and roll, high pick and roll with a, a small and a big. It's like, oh, okay. That it, it made it make more sense. I just wanted to throw it out there for our listeners. Like, it made it make more sense to me why LeBron and AD don't run the pick and roll all the time that like, we thought they did, and yeah. why it works yeah. so well with a guy like THT because he's like, they don't get him yet, and he's hard to get. Like, how who do you put on him? Yeah, it's, well, he, it's gonna match. You know, I think you make a great point, and I I think that it's when you think about the AD Braun <clears throat> pick and roll, mm. I think that bronze shooting is mm-hmm. going to start to unlock it a little more. I agree. Yeah. Because guys are always going under on him. I know. I and know now they, they can't. And so if he's actually going to be a 40 point three point shooter. Yeah. Guys are going to have to decide, okay, am I going to go under and leave a 40 point three point shooter wide open? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to go over and then get totally exposed to him either just like barreling towards the basket or AD just having like a clean lob every time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think you're totally right. I think that his three point shooting is what's hopefully gonna unlock that mm-hmm. a little bit. It's a good point. Because then it's less one on one matchup driven and it's more like situational. But mm-hmm. you're you're totally right in that like in terms of trying to force bad matchups mm-hmm. for better one on one situations, yeah, running those two guys together doesn't really do a whole lot because you probably have the two best defenders on the other team just switching for one another if anything you kind of want them on the opposite side of the floor lebron and ad and like because when people cheat off of lebron now which they do lebron gets an open look and he's like become the spot up shooter now this season that like he's never been before and it's yeah it's fucking awesome man it's It's so fun yeah yeah it's i like last season when he would jack up some of these threes I was like, eh, eh, don't, what are you doing? But now, I mean, I, I trust it. He trusts that shot. Mm-hmm. It's, he, it's not just a, it's not just like a, I used to think that it was like kind of a lazy thing he would do. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, there's no other better option. Can't can insist. Okay. I'll yeah. I don't up. really feel like driving to the basket right now. Uh, okay. I'm just going to drive the shot up. But that, Which is not. what it was. To be fair, that was what it was on the first season with the kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Yes. So I think <laughs> we were trained to think like that's what. <laughs> That's what that was, but turns out he was actually working on it, and that's a legit yep. shot now. And yep. his, uh, you we used to make fun of like why is every single one of his jumpers a fadeaway? Uh huh. But his like mid range fadeaway is 
crazy. He covers so much ground. Yes, he launches between his man. between his launch point and like where he actually shoots the ball from in midair. Yep. It's I mean, he he'll he'll launch from like maybe seven feet from the basket and not mm-hmm. actually shoot the ball until he's like 15 feet away from them. Like <laughs> there's so much separation. It's crazy. And he's hitting these shots. It's, it's wild. And I also think that there's something weird about LeBron's jumper that feels strange to the eye just because he's a weirdly built human being. It's like you look at like a Ray Allen jumper and you're like, yeah, that's how you shoot the ball. Yeah. It's like if you just put that in LeBron, he's missing because he's not built like Ray Allen. Yeah. He's not built like Steph Curry. He also has has a different build. I don't know if you notice this, but his feet Uh, are spread. Like, like, I don't know what, I don't know what it's the opposite of pigeon toed. Right. But his feet are not like parallel with one another. Mm -hmm. And so when he walks, like he kind of like. Yeah, he kind of has this little. Yeah, he's got kind of like a little waddle. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so I think his shot, to your point, kind of looks a little weird because like his feet are kind of mm-hmm. spread. He obviously well, he's has. So, like, he's so, so strong. Big. Yeah, he is he's so strong. And so like body. I feel like I feel like that's part of the reason why even like on his free throws and stuff, he tries to kind of like lean back and fall away a little bit and get some of his momentum because I think he's trying to pull out some of his strength. Yeah, well, he gets like a lane. He should get called for a lane violation on almost every single free throw. <laughs> you know uh, the other thing. Okay, here here's one little thing, kind of in the same same you know thread is. Hit me. Watch Marcus Saul when he inbounds the ball, like after okay. after like a after the after the team scores. Uh. Uh-huh. He passes the ball to 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 Braun or Dennis or whoever before mm-hmm. he's even out of bounds. Oh no! So while while stepping out of bounds but still inbounds, he Uh he like taps the ball, (laughs) then steps both feet out of bounds, and then it's like a preemptive. I just you're not allowed to do that. No, and I think he's smart enough to like in a playoff game not do that. Not do that. Yeah, I hope so. But there's been a couple games where I've been like, no, Mark, Mark, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Wait just a second. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's just real quick, let's let's go yep. through the games we just played since last time we talked. Cool. Uh, if there's anything we haven't covered that you want to that you want to touch on, we can do that. And then we'll look at what we have upcoming in the yep. sort of first half of February. Uh, so like we talked about, we had that home loss to the Warriors. Then went on the road, <clears throat> won uh, in Milwaukee uh, against the Bucks, beat the Bulls, beat the Cavs. Lost to the Sixers in a frustrating one, like we talked about. Late mm-hmm. game comeback. If it wasn't for the Tobias Harris shot, we would have won that game. Yep. Um, the Sixers, they, they play us pretty they, well, man. They played us pretty well. We were kind of out of our stuff most yeah. of the game. I know. Um, I, yeah. 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 It. Yeah, I don't want to skip ahead. Go on. <laughs> uh, we had, I think, our worst loss of the last two seasons, like last season and this season. <laughs> That's pretty Pistons. ugly. Now, AD wasn't playing, uh, but still, like, that was a bad game. They're a bad team, and, like, we shouldn't have let that happen. Then we got a nice win against the Celtics that Mm -hmm. we almost threw away, but Alex Caruso uh, snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, And then we had a nice win against the Hawks and my new least favorite player to watch, Trey Young. Hmm. Uh, and then we, we had a, a great win against Nuggets last night. Anything on any of these you want to dive into or cover that we haven't talked about? I think it's still some of the same things where big wing teams are tough for us. Um, yeah. Sixers are kind of 
like a weird amalgamation where it's not they're not really wings but like their stars are uniquely difficult and tobias harris is a pretty good wing yeah um i don't think it holds up in the playoffs um but uh you know i feel like it's like that that specific type of team which is why people still like talk about the clippers like our biggest threat and i, I still think that they are um too especially the way they're because, playing right now yeah yeah they don't really hate well each right other now. they have like they have <laughs> well, reasonable a better coaching coach. and they don't <laughs> hate each other and they're, yep. they're playing well and and they're also all mm-hmm. actually playing mm-hmm. yep so yeah no, they, they've taken a step up but at, at the same time i mean as good as Serge Ibaka has been for them in terms of translating them into a small ball um, team for starting. Um, I, I don't think that holds up against AD. Well, look at what <laughs> happened in the Celtics game. Mm-hmm. We were just so oversized compared to them mm-hmm. that even playing small, we could just gobble up rebounds whenever exactly. we wanted to. Exactly. And so I kind of think that like, as long as we're giving max effort, we'll see the same thing against the Clippers. Well, that's the secret sauce of the Lakers is that we are the biggest, strongest small ball team in the, hist- <laughs> in the history of the league. Yeah. So like it fits in perfectly with the current climate in the league. It's like, okay, great. You're going small. Perfect. That yeah. plays right into our hands. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've been playing then, small yeah. this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It just doesn't look like it. We're, we're small without giants. being small. Yeah, because like LeBron is a center, and like that's that's part of what I'm seeing in some of these these lineups. Like, okay, so say for example, when you have Bron, Kuz, ACTHT, and um, and Trez playing, LeBron center, Trez isn't center. Oh yeah, place. yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like our two biggest stars are the best wings slash center combos in the league. I sorry, Embiid, not even close. Who can opinion. also be one of whom can also be the best point guard in the league? Exactly. Exactly. That's why, I mean, during the Nuggets game last <laughs> night, uh, there was a lot of greatness around LeBron. He had got his 96th mm-hmm. triple-double. He had mm-hmm. his 800th 25-point game, uh, which is the most all-time. He passed the great Will Chamberlain in field goals. Made, field goals, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, is, which is crazy to be third all-time. And in the middle of all that, he whipped this pass <laughs> to, get his, to get his 10th assist. From uh-huh. the top of the, from like, like outside the three point line at the top of the key, straight down the lane to THT, just like a bullet bounce pass that would look like something Magic Johnson could have only dreamed of doing. Man, that's a big statement. And I, yeah. And I just thought to myself, like, how is this guy not the greatest player of all time? Yeah. He there is. is nobody who can, <laughs> who can do the breadth of things that he can do. It's a magic, I think, if if maybe had been playing in today's game, maybe could have because of, mm-hmm. like, what we saw with him, you know, playing center as a rookie in the finals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not mm-hmm. not to say that no one could have been this, but no one has ever mm-hmm. been this. No, no. And once again, man, we're it, just so lucky to get to watch him night in and night out. Yeah. And this is when it all comes together is that he still has his athleticism. He is getting he's gotten incredibly good at three point shooting his fadeaways and his Lebronto mode is still completely there. He just chooses not to use it a lot of the time. Yeah. He's like the most complete player in the history of the league. And, and he's still doing it and he's probably going to win more championships. I mean, 
at this point like if 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 the lakers and i know that this is like way ahead of myself he's obviously injuries and all this kind of stuff caveats knocking on wood etc but if the lakers ripped off a three-peat how could you not crown him oh there's no way you just have to be a straight hater like there's no justification at that point at, the, to not. at this point you already have to be a straight hater at this yeah, point yeah like you have to be like oh that spurs series and stuff and like to be fair back then i felt that way you you have but to suspend reality basically you you, you have do. to totally be divergent from the real world or you have to have not watched him since 2011 yeah that's true yeah it's yeah, like i agree have... with you i didn't think 2011 braun was the greatest player of all time no but he also still had 10 more years of his prime Dude, somehow right? exactly <laughs> exactly that's the difference stupid yeah i know it's it's we're, we're watching incredible greatness and um yeah i just hope it keeps going man this is this is so fun and i can't wait for the playoffs and uh man spanking the nuggets like that in that second half the first oh, half beautiful. i was like oh yeah this is this is gonna be a good playoff series like yeah they yeah. might actually and then i was like no never mind take it back we just Not weren't really close. trying to play defense very hard in the first half i know it's kind of the crazy part and, and then and ad like, took oh, yeah, five shot even. attempts in the first half right i know exactly <laughs> like exactly. what <laughs> um all right so let's we've got uh five games in the first mm-hmm. half of february mm-hmm. um so we're home for actually the next for the next five so we're mm-hmm. home for the pistons get a little revenge game there hopefully mm-hmm. uh then we've got a little yeah. two-game series home against thunder yeah uh it's not back to back in terms of night two in two nights, but but back to back in terms of we play them right after once after the other. Uh, yep. Then we are home for Grizzlies again, mm-hmm. and then we go back on the road against the Nuggets. We're gonna win all of them. <laughs> no, you're, I don't think it's even a question. You're me this time. I I uh, I certainly think we can. I'm gonna restrain myself because of how the last time went, and I'm gonna hope that I'm wrong, but. I think we're going to drop one of these to the Thunder. Uh, we love to lose to the Thunder. Um, and, like, I could see them if they blow them out the first game, just, like, not trying very hard in the second game. That's the kind of game where yeah. I could see Frank being like, all right, Wes and Keith, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. But uh, counterpoint, counterpoint, <clears throat> I think that if we're going to lose one, it would be the first game in that okay, series. Okay, fair, and then come in and, and rock them. Yeah. But um, I think that any two game series that aren't back to backs play heavily in the Lakers' favor because it's a oh, playoff 100%. series. Oh, hundred percent. As long as we're you know? trying, as long as like we're actually yeah. trying, and Vogel isn't doing something weird to try it out. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 back to back loss is enough for us to rip off a eight game winning streak. Okay. All right. I like I like it. I was gonna say, I can't say that. I was gonna say <laughs> no. I can't. I, yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll lose one. I think we'll drop one okay, of these. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bold. Bold prediction. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say we're gonna lose two, but I was like, we're not gonna go three and two over five games. That's just not not against this group of teams. Like No, exactly. Exactly. Not against this group. Yeah. No way. All right, yeah, that was a fun one. That's a good recap. I am kind of liking this pace. Um, well, yeah, we'll obviously we'll we'll button up and and do some more pods once we hit the playoffs. But I'm kind of liking like what you're saying. This like global umbrella approach where we're looking at batches of games. I think we fall like we fall for stuff less, you know. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we're less like ah, what happened last night, and and you know, we have a bigger picture. Well, we're we're. Uh, yeah, coach, coach Luke Walton in the regular season, coach Luke Walton in the playoffs. Sorry, For sure. Luke, coach Walton. Luke, coach Walton. Get people Thank confused. Uh, 
Well, and also, again, we've talked about this, but the front office is like really tightened the screws on uh, on on like Dude, news the coming drama. out. The drama. So for, drama? There's, there's, it's very hard to come up with. <laughs> like, I mean, between Magic and LeVar Ball, like I just had a oh, never yeah. ending stream <laughs> of stuff every day that was pod worthy, you know, and now yep. like. We're lucky if we get like a, a good soundbite every every week or two, you know. I know. So. I know. Exactly. It's what the Lakers need to do uh, whenever they don't have a good team is they just need to get you know some like like super <laughs> uber charismatic like a Nick Young swag time Lakers era like yeah. that was that carried us through. It was bad basketball, but it was fun as hell to be a fan. <laughs> All right, I want to thank all of our followers. Um, please subscribe our, uh, to our pod on iTunes, Spotbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. And check us out on social media. Um, all of our links are at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. Luke, my, chat, my prediction for you is that there yeah. are going to be at least three former Lakers playing mm-hmm. an all-star game. Ooh, okay. Year. All right. Keep like an eye it. out for that. Okay. Yeah. Keep in the right. books. See you, buddy. I do. Talk to you later.